Hello. Hey, Jake. Josh, how you doing? It's me again. Yeah, doing good. How about you? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I want to pick up pick up where we left off our last conversation um, about comp- the the topic of competitions. Actually, it was really interesting. A few years ago, at the beginning of the year, I had set the goal to like get into jujitsu, and I ended up getting into rock climbing instead. But I wrote down like as my goal, I was like compete in one tournament. And I don't know what it was about like jujitsu tournament that was like especially appealing to me, but I think it was like something to do with like being tested and facing the intensity of it. And just like, yeah, maybe it's just the intensity of it, of like trying to do your best in, in a sport that you're working on. But yeah, what are your thoughts about competitions in general, your experience? Are they good for beginners? Who are they good for? All of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think if you're looking for a way to test like your jujitsu under an intense environment, I mean, that's the way, the way to do it. Right. Um, and like under, like, it's hard, it's hard when you're training stuff and you're able to think like coherently, just like on everyday training, um, it's going to be different when you compete. So I think the intensity aspect is one of the biggest benefits of training or I mean, a competition for sure. Um, Yeah. With that being said though, everything's like a little bit of a, there's a trade-off, you know, with everything. And um, I think for me, at least I've never, I never feel like I'm going to be a professional jujitsu competitor. You know, I'm never going to like make a living doing that. I'm most likely going to have to pay to compete. Um, so the idea that like someone doesn't necessarily care about your safety and is willing to like tear your ACL, if it means they get a gold medal, um, that's a downside to, to me. Right. Like, so, um, the intensity is good in the sense that it allows you to have that experience um, in case you ever like have to use your jujitsu in like a self-defense situation. The closest thing to that is probably going to be a tournament. Right. Right. But at the same time, that level of intensity does come with the risk of injury, you know? Um, So I would just say like balancing those is important and just know going into it. It's kind of like, you can't let the, if you're competing something you want to do, then then definitely do it. But like you can't let the the fear of dying keep you from living, kind of thing, you know. Right. Um, but just like you're aware that you could die, just like makes you that much more um, aware of it, if that makes sense. And like you're probably less likely to to like extend overextend yourself. Like, oh, I think I can get out of this arm bar. It's like, dude, I don't really care. Just tap. It's right you know, a local tournament. I don't need this, you know, cheap gold medal. It's not that big of a deal. So, um, yeah, I think, I think managing that is going to be important, especially for beginners. Um, yeah. Yeah. When did you do your first competition? I did my first one as a blue, I competed once as a blue belt and then once as a purple belt. Okay. And, uh, this was back when I was doing gi and honestly I, I sucked. I was awful. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it was basically kind of like what we talked about, like didn't really have a game plan going in um, and was just like, I'm just going to do jujitsu pretty much. Um, And yeah, just tried to do what I normally do, which is like a very aggressive style and like going after submissions and uh, just got my guard passed a bunch. And then I would recover my guard and then try a submission again and then got my guard passed and then I would recover and I ended up losing like 12 (laughs) to zero or something. And it's like, I didn't feel like the guys did anything to me, you know? And right. I was like, dude, I won that, but you lost, you know? Like, you don't, you have to play the rules, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, uh, I think there's there's pros and cons for sure. Um, kind of like we talked about uh, in the last episode, I think it's good if you're like, man, I'm, I'm in kind of a rut. I feel like I'm plateauing. Um, I don't really want to go train kind of thing it's good to sign up for a competition to give you just like something to look forward to and, and a purpose kind of to, to go train um, and sharpen your skills, kind of get you out of a rut. But like, again, beginners are usually not in a rut. They're usually like super stoked to go train. So I think um, like in that sense, I, I don't think it's necessarily good for like beginners, like beginner, beginner people to like, in my first three months of training, I'm going to go compete, you know, like one, you're super stoked on jiu-jitsu already. You don't need a, you know, reason to go train. And two, like Donahue always talks about how like confidence comes from your skills. And if you have the skills and you've proven to yourself that you can like compete um, in the training room because you have like really good skills and you're really good at jujitsu, then you're going to be confident when you're walking out on the map. But if it's like your third month and you're like, Oh, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Like, obviously you're going to be super nervous. You're going to be like, (laughs) it's going to be miserable pretty much for most people. I imagine there's, you know, some people that, that love that stuff and just like, yeah, I want to go out and rip someone's head off kind of thing, but not me. Like I would be shaking in my boots kind of thing, you know? So yeah, yeah, I think one, it would, you don't need a reason to, to compete. You're already super stoked on it. And two, it's going to, probably like taint your experience of competition because it's going to be like so overwhelming and you're going to be like yeah just just it's going to be intense and you're not going to have the skills to keep yourself like level-headed in that right situation you know yeah yeah actually (laughs) in 2021 when i was super obsessed with chess i was going to a couple of chess tournaments like in austin and then in new york city at a famous chess club and it was so nerve wracking, even though I was like, dude, it's just for fun. Like, who cares? It's chess. Like, but I show up and I'm like, damn, like every move is so intense. You're trying to use like every bit of time that you have to like make the best move. And then you're getting slowly crushed by all these kids. And it's just like <laughs> a sad time. Oh man. Um, yeah. That's so, like kind of like a jujitsu competition. Honestly, like you're get there. You're like, kind of like chill and then you get there and like you see people with like their headphones on and they're like tattoos and they're like walking around and you're like oh my gosh these people look intense oh yeah yeah but, uh, yeah yeah i guess one good use case for signing up for competition is getting out of a rut i i totally resonate with that when i was doing long distance running i'd sign up for a marathon and then all of a sudden i'm like super consistent in my training how do you think signing up for a competition affects your training like during training are you just sharpening the tools you have or are you going to be spending time learning new like tricky things 
like how do you think signing up for a competition actually uh, impacts your direction of like your improvement if at all yeah first of all like i think every like competition nowadays that's kind of the hard thing about jiu-jitsu is that every competition usually has different rules so it probably depends on what event you're competing at how you're going to go about like for the most part when i try and do like a very deep dive into a specific position whereas if you're training for a tournament I think it it probably involved more of like a sequence that you're training. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for example, when we had a tournament here and, and basically what I decided to do was to train people into developing a sequence where they like to pass the guard, you need like a strategy to pass the guard and then you need a strategy to, you know, finish the match. So like, the one guard pass that we were practicing is from the position called, they call it the plow position in yoga, I think. Um, and I think Don Her calls it that as well, where basically you have like both their feet folded over. So they're like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where their knees yeah. are like to their ears. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> On the so you get them in that position and then it makes it easy to pass to North South. Oh, North South, you go for that it's called dorsal position, like where you're, they're on their side and their elbows like sticking up like a dorsal pin uh-huh. and you go for like a Kimura or you take their back. Oh, interesting. And basically it was like, that's what we drilled uh, for like all the white belts, you know? Yeah. I think if it were not a competition that we were training for, it would have been like, we're going to do like, you know, mount escapes or like side control escapes or something. But like the dudes we were training are, we're like wrestlers and it's like, dude, we're, we're not going to be on our back during this competition. We're basically <laughs> going to try and take the dude down past their guard and submit them, you know? Right, so right. yeah, I would say that the strategy completely changed as soon as they were like, yeah, I think we're, I'm thinking about doing this competition next month. It's like, okay, well now we got to completely U-turn what we're doing. Yeah. It's interesting. It's almost like you find a line or whatever, like a path and then you just work that path really, really well for, right. the, for these white belts. And you'll see like, high level competitors it's like you go in and you like try and get your grips and it like doesn't work and then they just like back out and then they try again and they back (laughs) out and they try again until they get that like one path to work you know right and it's i don't know it seems kind of boring to me honestly (laughs) yeah um how do you think um what did you learn about yourself or how did your two competition experiences impact you i would say that i basically learned that if you're going to compete, you have to think about tactics. You can't just like go out there and, and compete, you know, um, which is something that I haven't thought about much until recently when talking about like, you know, high level competition and, and stuff like that, because tactics plays a huge part in winning at the highest level. So yeah, I think up until a certain point, obviously I, I wasn't good enough to like overcome my tactic deficit with like such good jujitsu you know like if your jitsu is like ridiculous then you could be like i don't care about tactics i'm just gonna submit you you know i think a lot of people fall into the category where they need to play some sort of tactical game to to win um so obviously that is gonna take away from your study of of jujitsu and just like different avenues you would take are going to be more tactically beneficial than other avenues that's obviously going to benefit how you how you train Gotcha. Yeah. When I think of tactics versus strategy, it also relates to chess. A tactic is kind of like 
a short term a move or two that puts you in a short term advantageous position. Wow, even the words are similar to jujitsu. And a strategy is something longer term where, like for example, knights that are stuck really deep into the opponent's territory gives you a really strong tactical advantage, or bishops with really open lanes or rooks with really open lanes. So if you're placing your pieces in good positions to give you a long term advantage, I think that's like what they refer to as strategy. Um, what's an example of a tactic in jujitsu? I never really thought of the distinction between strategy and tactics. So that's really good. I mean, just as far as like having names for things is huge. Like we've talked about like studying positions between positions and it's like, yeah, the more names you have for stuff, the more you can accurately communicate. So yeah, I never thought about tactics and strategy being different, but just based on those definitions that you just said, I would say that a strategy would be like, for example, our strategy going into that match was to, you know, pass to get to North South pretty much and um, submit with a Kimura. So a tactic would be from, from what I understand of, of the definition would be like getting to an advantageous position that you understand pretty much and is like kind of the gateway to get to, um, where you want to go pretty much. So, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example from a recent match. Um, maybe the Gordon Ryan and uh, Andre one where he was gonna, what was it? He's going to put one hook in or something, but then they were like, Oh wait, hold on. The 10 minutes is coming up and he just decided to wait like 20 seconds and then like put it in. Is that a tactic? Yeah. Would you say that's a tactic or a strategy? I don't know. Actually, I guess it would be a, a tactic uh, maybe as i'm trying to relate it to to jiu-jitsu let me know if this makes sense it seems like a tactic is like maybe learning uh are like the pieces of a sequence like getting the correct grip to then allow the opportunity to then pass this guard or whatever where a strategy might be like a long-term improvement plan like let's really work this like your recent video of like the guard passing let's really work mm-hmm. this how do we get to the deep the chest to chest half guard so like the strategy is how to get to this position that gives us like a a a, a, a advantage that can last like a, a, a like a, you get to that chest to chest position and so i guess that's the strategy is like get to chest to chest half guard because once you're in that position you have a lot of time and opportunity to to advance and maybe the tactics are all like this different small things that you could do to get to that position Right. I don't know. Yeah. So that's the way I was kind of envisioning it as well. Like it would be like the example we were talking about previously of like getting to North South is the strategy, right? but how you get there is the tactic. So like for, do you know who Cole Abate is? I've heard the name. Is he like one of the youngest up and coming? Yeah. Yeah. So he recently had a match with Damien Anderson, who's out of B team. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was listening to Cole's conversation afterwards. And basically he said that he was going to enter into his legs, right? When he was standing up, he was going to try and enter into his legs so that he would respect his leg entries and sit down. And when he sat down, that would set up his his, uh, wrestle-ups. Does that make sense? Because Whoa. it's easier to wrestle up when they're sitting down, but it's easier to enter their legs when they're standing up. But Cole oh. loves wrestle-ups. So basically the strategy is to wrestle up, but the 
tactic is to get them to sit down pretty right, much. Right, 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 right. I don't know. I guess. I, I think know. that makes sense. It's just, I don't know. It's yeah, yeah it's crazy. Good. Yeah, we went down a, <laughs> a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how that applies to competitions and like how it um, kind of focuses your training or I guess pigeonholes your training for that time period. What right. would you recommend a beginner do their first competition? Is it when they get into their first rut or would you rec- recommend they just do open mats instead? As you all know by now, I'm a huge fan of journaling for jujitsu and in life. And I've been working on a journaling app called Sherpa. It's designed to give you a few journaling prompts to set an, an intention, plan, or goal before you go to practice, and then reflect afterwards to help you get the most out of your training and guide your focus. Sherpa uses AI to analyze your entries, gives you summaries and insights over time to show you where you're progressing, and then pinpoint areas of improvement for you to focus on. We're looking for athletes to test out the app on a free trial and give us some feedback to help us shape the future of the app. So if you're interested in joining, you can sign up at the waitlist in the episode description or directly at the website, sherpajournal.ai. That's S-H-E-R-P-A journal.ai. It's a good question. I'm, I think it's different probably for everyone. It's hard to give like blanket answers because like... Yeah. Okay. How about for example, the, yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. So like, for example, for the people who like I was training here on the Island, like they wrestled all growing up and like, they just have like a lot of experience in that environment already. Right. And we had just been doing jujitsu for like two months and they were like, yeah, there's a competition I want to sign up for. It's like, okay, you're probably going to be all right. You know? But for someone like you or me, that is just kind of like coming off the street with no prior experience in anything. Um, man, I would I would wait until you feel like comfortable and like confident dealing with like people your level in the gym. And if not, like even more so like err on the side of, of caution. But if you're right. like, man, I'm like struggling to survive with people in my school. Let me go see if like I can sign up for this competition and and test my skills. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's the best way to go about it. But like (laughs) on the flip side of that coin, like if you're, if you're training in like a ridiculously good school, then everyone's going to be really good and you're always going to get smashed. And then you'll, if, if you like went outside of your school, you could see like, oh, I'm actually pretty good, you know? Right. People at my school are just really good. And outside of my school, people aren't that good. But I think a safer way to do that is through open mats as opposed to to competing. So um, yeah, I think my generic answer would be if you feel like comfortable with people your level, um and by your level, it's like if you're a white belt, it's like any white belt, like even a four-stripe white belt, you have to be like, yeah, I can hold my own with with this person if not like beat them consistently mm-hmm. then um yeah i think it's it'd be a decent time to sign up if you're interested in doing that yeah yeah and also i'm thinking now about like the motivations behind competitions because like it really is just this external validation of, oh cool i got a medal or something or like you know right and so like 
it doesn't really matter, I guess. It's just that everyone has agreed to just try their best. So maybe an open mat where it feels a little bit more competitive and has that competitive environment. You get like all the gains of a competition without the risks of like the injury. Um, yeah, but like at the same time, like not everyone is going to an open mat to test their skills. You know, true. so like I, when I, if I were to do this, I would be very, um, like don't just go in there and try and run house, you know, like, um, like this is these people's school and, uh, yeah, you gotta be respectful, you know? So like, I think, uh, the way, the way I would try and go about it is like, I would try my like a game on people who I thought were good and maybe you get like a different reaction. Um, and then just kind of like take notes of those reactions and, uh, yeah, like, you don't necessarily have to just go in there and be like, yeah, I'm going to just beat everyone today. You know, like that's yeah. probably not a good way to make friends, you know? So, <laughs> right. um, yeah, just be, just realize that like, this is a, uh, they're normally on weekends, you know? And some people are just like, yeah, I'm trying to go to open mat before I have to go to my kid's soccer game, you know, <laughs> and you're there like on your pre-workout your headphones, <laughs> like let's go. Kind of thing, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, it's not the same for everyone. So yeah, just be aware of the the environment pretty much and kind of, kind of feel it out. But if everyone's some open mats, everyone's there to like, let's go. Like it's when I get my hard rolling in. So like, if that's the vibe, then we can go for it. But, uh, right. It reminds not, me of, then don't just, yeah. It reminds me of a tip I heard on a podcast of like matching the person's energy <laughs> and it totally makes sense. I, I did not know that as a white belt. I, like or like when I just started, because like some people just come in and just like, whoa, it's so intense. And and then slowly I realized like let's just match like whatever like people are in the vibe to do. It's an interesting concept for me to to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of times like when if I want to like work on something and just go like a little less intense, I've like like my frames will be just like so limp. So like someone will be like trying to like crash into my half guard or something. And like my knee shield will like completely buckle and they'll just like fall on my arms. And then they'll like kind of realize that I'm not like trying to like hold them off that much. And I think they'll they'll yeah, get the point. And like yeah. Stand back a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't care. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cause I guess with intensity increases risk for injury. And I'm just thinking now about like watching videos of people going through fight camps and stuff like that. I don't think they do a lot of intensity until they get closer to the competition. I think maybe it's mm. more volume and, and then slowly you bring in the intensity as you get closer um, and then taper off. I think too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the person to ask about fight camps. <laughs> never, it just seems... I've never had a fight camp myself or, or trained anyone really for a legitimate fight you know so yeah it just seems that the intensity aspect brings more risk of injury naturally yeah um but yeah anything else i wonder why i wonder if that's why like a lot of people like you always hear about like last minute replacements for stuff you know i wonder if that's why because like the intensity ramps up towards the end and then they get like a little injury and they're seeing if they can like tough it out and but it ends up pulling him out of the match or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe oftentimes like that last sparring session or something like that. Someone gets right. hurt. And, oh, yeah. So, so, so rough. But yeah, anything else on competitions for, or how beginners should think about it or last piece of advice? I think we talked about 
everything that that I could think of. And and again, like take my my advice with a little bit of a grain of salt. I've only competed a couple of times. So yeah. um, I just don't have aspirations to to do that. And for me, the the risk reward um just isn't isn't there. But yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think you would you wouldn't ever compete again? Or is there like no interest in it at all? Or I don't know. I can't picture anytime like in the near future me wanting to compete especially living on this island because it's like <laughs> dude to go anywhere it's like so expensive it just right. takes forever and then you got to like rent a car and get a place to stay and like that's like, true you're looking at like a thousand dollar trip yeah, you know that's true and I, I don't know it's not not appealing right now but yeah. uh yeah i mean not to say i won't do it but uh yeah i don't see it especially in the next couple of years. I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my instructor in Boise was like, he similar to you just didn't really care for competitions, but just loved learning, you know, obsessive right. with like learning and improving, but didn't really feel the need to like, I guess, prove himself in a competition. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, interesting mindset. Um, yeah. I don't know why I wanted to so bad, <laughs> but yeah. I think it's, I think it's just the intensity of it. You know, like you, Maybe. you see people in like the UFC and that's like a lot of people get drawn to it from that type of intensity. And uh, yeah, like it, I think it's just very primal, you know? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the bow hunting. I don't know if our audience knows that we actually met through my previous bow hunting podcast and talk a lot about hunting but yeah that there's that it's there's nothing that replaces that live moment you know when you get there so yeah versus like doing archery and improving archery but then when it's like live on animals so intense yeah yeah i guess it is kind of like oh nerding out over like making the perfect arrows and stuff and then like you never actually go hunt right right but I guess in hunting, you get like a whole deer and like you feed your family and all that versus like this plastic metal uh, gold <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 The risk reward is, uh, is the that other too, way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But maybe not in grizzly country, but <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I would never hunt in grizzly country. It's too terrifying. There was no grizzlies in, uh, in Idaho. In Idaho. Uh, no, it, they're all in like Northern Idaho and we didn't, we don't, I see. we didn't hunt around there. So yeah. Gotcha. Thank God. Yeah. But anyway, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. We will, uh, thank you. Thank you for the advice. Maybe I won't compete as soon as I thought. <laughs> that probably saved me from an injury. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even, even, I mean, like just as far as like training time, you're probably going to like be just like mentally drained from a competition, you know, and be like, Oh, I, I deserve to take a couple of days off or I deserve to take a week off after that. And like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. you're better off just sticking to the the path, but uh, at least initially. Yeah. I think next time I want to ask about ruts because you mentioned it this time, like competition is good to get you out of a rut. And I'm just curious now about like how ruts happen. Why do they happen? How do we get out of them and stuff? So yeah, maybe a good topic yeah. for next one. Good one. A little yeah. teaser. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. See you, Josh. See ya.